Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sandra Wintz, founder and CEO of Me, Her, Us, who create welcoming spaces for professional women who feel lost and unfulfilled to safely reconnect with their true self. I oh, love that. Sandra, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's so much fun. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Well, thank you for being here. It's a pleasure to host you. So can you just expand a little bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Mm. So I've been in business for about 18 months now. um, And uh, I really focus on the woman who is mid-career and finding herself a little restless or um, frustrated. Hmm maybe disillusioned that she hasn't gotten where she thought she was going to go um, and is feeling a little guilty because why should I feel that way? Because I have everything I thought I was going to have to be happy, but I'm not feeling that way. Yeah. Crumbs that, that place there of, I have everything that society, I, the world, other people said I should have, but damn it. I, I, something's missing. I'm not happy. I should be happy, but I'm not. But I'm not. And I feel guilty as a result of that. Okay. What do you, what, where do we find sort of time and time again? Where is that guilt coming from? What, what is the source of it? Is there something consistent or is this completely unique to each client of yours? So I think it depends on the client, but I believe that at the core, many of them define happiness as a place Mm. rather than a process and that a process that can ebb and flow. And sometimes we can be happy, but it doesn't have to be all the time. Mm. And sometimes how we define happy is um is the problem ah let's let's dive down that rabbit hole head first because how we define happy it's so easy to look externally for the results the people the things the items all these situations happening where truly happiness is it's an inside job it's it's it is within however We've been conditioned and programmed to to look yes. for this. It affects us in the moment. I mean, we've joked offline before we came on that we know all this stuff, but it's still these things impact us in a moment because we're humans with emotions and brain chemicals. And oh my gosh! So, 
what is what is the journey like for your clients to come to the understanding or awareness or just have that maybe light bulb moment of huh I, I I need to focus more on 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 me. What what do I want? Where do I find happiness that I'm in control? What is that initial kind of journey like? Mm. It depends on how they originally came in to see me. Meaning, are they here because there's a work problem that they're sorting out? Are they here because they're having an issue? with themselves are they here because they're having a relationship issue Um, and so what often ends up happening is we start in one place and we end up somewhere completely different Mm. so we started because they were unhappy at work and we realized that the what's really causing the unhappiness is they're dissatisfied with themselves they're disconnected with who they are Mm. and is that met with huh is that met with resistance or joy or fear Mm. what 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 kind of journey do you do you take your clients on so as a coach um i'm here to hold space for them so i don't usually say to them you're disconnected from yourself (laughs) they usually get to that place and they describe it in different ways right but it really comes down to there's all these things that are part of my background that caused me to want to be a particular way and there's what everybody else tells me I need to be and there's who I want to be and then the third person is who I really am And the challenge is that there's a huge gap between who they really are, who they think they need to be, and what everybody else tells them they need to be. And that dissatisfaction or that disconnection is what causes their restlessness and their frustration. And when they finally get there, they're like, oh, oh, okay. And when they finally get there, that's when they can really start to think about, this is who I really am. Mm, That moment, I think there's a beautiful place of, you're now a choice. Once you have that moment of, ah, I I see, I understand it. I I, I do want that, or I I do enjoy this, or, or even crumbs. I I don't know. I don't know what I want. It's like- celebrate that because now now there's an, an invitation now there's a place exactly. now there's a choice that's where um that's i think where we can get to 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 that place of, of play we were chatting offline again about the the sort of law of polarity and the two ends of the scales and to have that place of okay we've gone from that frustration that hustle that dissatisfaction how can you just move that slider over into a bit more curiosity a bit more playfulness it's on the same spectrum but where you are is super duper important and it sounds like once you get your clients to that place let's slide this along let's get you into that place where we can explore and enjoy and find the right thing for for you personally right 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 so as a i'm going to i'm going to give you a quick little story um 
most of your viewer listeners can't see that I have very curly hair. It's really curly. And my entire life, I would sit there for hours and straighten my hair. And then the minute you go outside, right, and it's a humid day, it's like frizz city, right? Um, so I have curly hair. Now I wear my curly hair. I embrace my curly hair. My youngest does not have curly hair, straight hair. And when she was little, she would say to me, I wish I had curls like you. And what I said to her when she said that to me was, I always wanted hair like yours. And my whole life, I was unhappy because I didn't have hair like yours. My life got a whole lot easier when I learned to embrace my curls and accept who I was and release who I'm not. I hoped that later in life she will remember that because the lesson I was trying to explain to her was not about curls. <laughs> but I'm using that as an analogy because we try so hard to be something we're not. Mm. And when we can release the who we think we should be and embrace the who we are, life gets a whole lot easier. Oh, that's that's kind of let's sit in that moment for a minute because that's that place of acceptance of owning things of surrender to be able to surrender to yeah i have curly hair uh-huh that's who i am ah that resistance can be left at the door that embracing and i love the different perspectives of this where someone really wants curly hair someone else really wants straight hair and oh i don't have what i want but you do yeah, it's the exact opposite. It's there is no truth. It's just perception. It's yes. It's infuriating. It's crazy. It's also freeing. Very freeing. Very freeing. So let's put this into let's put this into business perspective because mm. that layer of trying to do something different, trying to not be someone that you're you're not. Um, we can talk about your clients, or we can go personal with ourselves with. You, what was it about this line of business that you were like, yeah, this is this is what I'm doing. This is this is my calling. And in that transition, where were your places of resistance that you maybe tried to have the straight hair rather than the curly hair and you were trying mm. to do what was out of alignment for yourself? What were they? Oh, there's so much in that question. Um, so I didn't start out with this journey, I started out actually selling a product. Um, and what I, because I knew nothing about being an entrepreneur, I took some coaching classes and, um, my coach kept saying, you know, to really dig deep into what about my business that I really liked. And what I realized was the part of my business, that other business that I had that I really liked was the sitting down one-on-one -on -one with the women who were coming to see me and mm. talking about our stories and that connection. And when I made that realization, <laughs> it was like, I need to be doing something completely different than I'm doing right now. <laughs> so that's when I, you know, embraced this different journey, the one that I'm on right now, um, and it's challenged me in so many different ways. Um, 
financially, I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be business-wise. I'm still very much in the making an investment in my business stage, um, as opposed to having my business support me. Mm. Um, I'm still very much in the getting myself out there and the discomfort associated with that. Yeah. And I'm still very much in the journey of comparisonitis. Oh, she does it so much better than I do. Oh, look what she's doing. Um, wow, they're really hitting it out of the park. And I talk about this with my other uh, female entrepreneurs because we can definitely create what I call that Instagram lifestyle that looks really beautiful from the outside, but our business is really struggling when we look deep beyond the covers. And I try to be very authentic. Um, And that's hard sometimes is admitting that my business isn't doing well. Yeah. Well, again, it's just, it's just, it's where I am right now. It's, it's, it's it's your interpretation of where you are right now and this instagram we use this term like the instagram style world where it shows all the good stuff and and i'm like hold on what if we can society change the meaning to this instagram could be a i can take a photo straight away i can take a video and it could be raw in the moment your version of instagram could be it is the raw it is the real it is that personal connection no filters no no extra fluff put in it's just straight from me straight to you so there's a way of doing this that's right for us and um would you say comparisonitis yes watch other people have that overnight success you can't see that it actually took 20 years but no (laughs) it looks like it's instant yes these things that we just we just don't know um and we all have our different blocks bugbears challenges traumas with a big T or a small T, you know, there's all these things that come yes. with, with us. So with, what do you want? What, we talk about your clients and finding out what, they're not happy. You have built this business based on, I, I love this. I love this impact. It's not where you want it to be right now. There are some challenges as you take those steps as the entrepreneur. So let's go back to, to your question with your clients. What, what do you, what do you want? Where where are you going? What's the dream? Mm. I want to have impact. I want to leave a legacy and not just the legacy that I'm leaving in my three children. Mm. I want to leave a legacy of change. Um, Is that legacy of change? actually going to do i want to make the world a better place for my kids for communities for women so fundamentally i believe that when women i believe that women are the foundation of the energy within a community not that men can't be but I believe that women are. Um, We raise families. We support our neighbors. We look after our in-laws and our parents and our um, neighbors' families when they need to. And they are that energetic glue. 
So when we support women, raise women, um, empower women, we're impacting communities. Um, you said empower them because I didn't think you'd say that word because of the way society we, we are, um, especially with women who have so many more hats yes. from so different more aspects. There is that conform side here's what you need to do. I'll worry about me later. Everyone else comes first, have to provide for not only my family, my partner, my clients, my business. We, we forget ourselves in the process. Yes. So I love that you drop back in empower because yes, that should be part of it to empower yourself to be the leader, the person, the inspirational figure, but also coming from a place of because this is what I want. This is who I want to be. This is how I want to show up. Yes. And encouraging that is beautiful. Thank you. So I would also say to you that um, we tend to think of leadership as a verb or sorry, as a noun. Um, I am a leader. I am not a leader. Um, but I believe that leadership is a verb and that everyone Every person, every man, woman, child leads, but we never really stop and think about what is the movement that we're leading. So, yes, my, mm. I, I, I really want women to own that they are leaders. They're leaders at communities. They're leaders in churches, they're leaders in their family, they're leader in their schools, um, they're leaders in their job, whether they have a leadership title or not, and that what they do is really important and um, that, you know, we're here to, we're here to build communities of love and support. And now let's talk about authenticity because with crumbs, with your journey, you have to go on your own journey and quest in being seen, becoming the leader within this particular area. As you guide other people who are just a few steps behind you, you're leading the way with, hey, I need to step into this new identity. I am becoming this new person. Is it scary? You betcha. Oh my Is gosh, yes. this what it's taking to become the leader, to leave that legacy and change the world? Yeah, it's needed. But you're holding your hand up saying, yeah, at this level where I'm at, here am I, dragons and demons that I'm I'm slaying or that actually I'm actually trying to avoid, but I will get there. There's something beautiful in, in sharing that part of the, the Instagram story, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And I would say to you that I am not always as visible as I need to be owning that yeah fast forward and it, it yeah and it's difficult because when you're when the leader's not there the movement doesn't move you have to show up as a leader to create the movement um and when you're not willing to own that it's really hard it's hard mm. for that momentum to stay in place and yeah, and so there are times when I battle that um, that lion a lot. Okay, there is a lot of pressure of momentum. Mm -hmm. what, I, what I heard you just say there, it sounds like it's 
there is so much for you, you to carry. If you don't show up, if you don't become more visible, the momentum slows down. It can, yes. What if that wasn't true? Mm. What if that false belief, that limiting belief was actually completely made up? And maybe that's, I know we talked a lot about energy. This is an energetic tie, an energetic um, expansion that isn't actually there. It's being self-created. The, 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 the movement, the legacy, it's far bigger than just you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Just needs to, if we personify it, we need to tell it, hey, dear one, look at what you're doing. Look at where you're going. Mm. Who provides for who? Do you provide for your business or does your business provide for you? Now, there is the mm. duality. There is the polarity. That's a fun concept. Hmm. Explain that to me a little bit more. Hmm. So the thread of your term talking about so much pressure that if you don't show up, the business loses momentum or it can lose momentum. I love the the concept of personification, to personify the business. Because if you say to your business, I, I don't believe it can fuel me, I don't believe it can believe it, bring the money in, it can't provide for me. If you personify that and you're telling your business, hey, I don't believe you can bring in the money, ouch, your business will say, ow, that kind of hurts. That's one concept. Another one is the business is my baby. Mm. I'm building this. I'm growing this. And again, if we can flip that perception to, hold on, the business isn't your baby. You are its baby. It gets to take care of you. That mm. change in parallels. I mean, we always look for, we're all one shift away. Mental, physical, emotional, we are one shift away from changing how our business, our marketing, our sales, our fulfillment, our mission moves. Maybe I've covered a couple of those there now. And I think you're, I can see you nod along and sort of thinking along as I'm babbling now, but it's these are interesting concepts to play with. It's like, it oh, is. What's real? How can this serve me? I think that's where the fun and games comes in. That's so interesting. Um, you got me where it was. What if I'm the business's baby? That's fun to play with. That's a really fun idea to play with. What if the business isn't my baby? What if, what if it's taking care of me? And what's coming up for me right now, uh, it's, it's really vulnerable. What's coming up for me right now in that thought process is I'm not very good at allowing people to take care of me. And as I think through that, is that the energy that my business is sensing. Mm, especially if you personify the business. Yes. When you are so good and so proud of your ability to help others, guide others, there's the beautiful loop between what it is that you do, the work that you do, how you help people. You say eloquently, you breathe in, you breathe out. You need to give and receive 
where's that little block? Where's that shift? Maybe there's something in there that if, if you can figure this out, if you can work through this, just think of how else you'd be able to serve, help the women and leave an even bigger legacy. That's kind of beautiful. Mm. It's so interesting you say the receiving, giving and receiving. I was having a conversation with somebody about that this very morning. And what I said um, was that I'd read in a book somewhere, and I cannot remember what book it was, but I had read a statement that said, when the universe gets used to you not allowing to receive, it stops sending. Mm. And so receiving and allowing to receive is such a huge part of the energetic play. It's not just about giving. It's also about allowing yourself to receive and putting myself in that vulnerable spot of allowing to be cared for, allowing to receive and asking. Oof, there's a lot of trauma with a capital T there. I love that, but I do, I, I will hold space for, you've, you stated it, you set the intention. You've now made it known to, to the universe. Okay. It's been acknowledged. That's the first step with, with the work that you do. It's, it's beautiful to hold space for that, even though you struggle with the vulnerability. You held this space to be, I'm going to be completely vulnerable right now. That strength is beautiful. That acknowledgement is amazing. Um, I don't know whether it was the same book. Um, I always quote Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful book. But the inspiration is the same thing, to toy with inspiration, yes. to toy with um, when inspiration comes in. To say, no, not now, go away. Again, personification. If we keep telling inspiration, not now, I don't want to do this. I'm not going to follow this. I'm not going to do that action. It will go away and say, okay, I'm going to go with someone else. And it may yes. tell his friends that, hey, that person doesn't want inspiration. So if, again, to play with this, if you have this idea to play with the universe and say, hey, no, no, not right now, this is not for me, but but thank you so much. Thank you. And then it might come back again with something else. So again, with receiving, the allowance to receive, asking for it, actually receiving, what steps can you take to to bring this in? And then what will that allow you to, how will that impact your ability to give even more at a different level? There's the beautiful dance. It's so true. We can't give what we haven't received. Sandra, thank you so much for, for sharing so vulnerably mm. your journey and the amazing work that you do with with your women and the community and the groups that you're that you're building it's been fascinating to hear your, your side of thank this thank you, you so oh my much gosh thank you for that light bulb thank you you're welcome i appreciate and it your gift thank you you're so so welcome thank you and look if people want to find out more about about you and mm -hmm. amazing work that you do where can they find mm -hmm. you 
You can find me at Instagram. I'm me, her, us, all one word, LLC, me, her, us, LLC. Um, and you can find me on the web at me hyphen her hyphen us.com. Awesome. Everyone, if you're curious or like, yeah, I need, I need some of this in my life, please go and check it out. But Sandra, again, thank you so much for being here, for playing along and, and for sharing. It's been beautiful. Thank you for the honor of being here. I am so grateful for the for this time, for meeting you, for being in your space, and for that incredible insight. I have goosebumps and my um, sacral energy is going crazy because there's so much truth there for me. Thank you. So, so welcome. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.